Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer, teaser trailer. Teaser trailer, dude. That trailer went hard for for like no reason. I, I mean, I mean, there's never there's never a bad reason to just like go all the way, but it went all the way, Chris. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it didn't really reveal any you know story beats, which is you know what you don't you don't expect that in a teaser trailer. But right, um, I uh, I am fully pumped for this. When does this come out? It comes out soon. I mean, at the, the end of the at, month. In May, yeah, the end of May. Twenty actually. Twenty something. Twenty fifth. Yes, maybe the twenty. For, uh, I'm, I'm going to find out exactly for sure. Before right. we get to the final, whenever we talk about the teaser, but yeah. we're just teasing the teaser right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks phenomenal. We'll talk about it a little bit later and kind of talk about what we think is going on, possibly, but um, it looks super cool. Um, and then we also have some picks of the week. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, so uh, this week I've been playing a, a lot more of the uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I've been playing more of that game. It's it's a, a fantastic game so far. Um, the thing I love about that game, Chris, is and like they take so many of the things that normally like hang me up a little bit with with open world games or or whatever, and they make them easy. So like, say I have like a pouch. And it's like, oh, man, it would really benefit me to upgrade this pouch, but I need, like, four di different types of materials across the world. You can create, like, a quest line, like a, a job. Mm. So that way it will then, like, lead you through. You can make it your active quest, and then it will lead you around and be like, hey, hunt some beavers in this area. Or, like, hey, you need this specific component from this specific giant dinosaur robot and you don't have to take down the robot, but you have to shoot off that specific like uh, part from a distance and then go sneak in and pick it up off the ground and like that type of thing. So it'll lead you around the map and like so the pain point of like, oh, where do I go next for this upgrade? Ah, oh, man. All of that's removed because it just makes it very, very uh, easy and cool. Um, so that's that's one of the, my favorite things about it. It's also got a glider in it like Breath of the Wild. So... Nothing more satisfying than climbing to the top of something and then jumping off and gliding down. It's uh, it's it's a blast so far. Um, so I've been mainly playing that. Um, That's awesome. Does it uh is how would you is it better than the first one? So oh far? yeah, yeah. The whole job system that I don't think existed in the first one. Um, and so like the, the things like that, and then there's also like there are like other quality of life things that aren't in the first game, like the uh, like the the glider isn't in the first game. Like in fact, the first game came out right before Breath of the Wild came out, right? Like a, a week or so before Breath of the Wild came out, and uh, and so this one like taking some of that like i was constantly comparing the first one to breath of the wild in some ways um mm. and i love the love them for different things um but this one kind of takes a little bit of that breath of the wild thing where it's like okay you can't climb everything but you can climb a lot more things and mm. uh and you can um use your glider like climb up to the top of something and glide down and stuff so uh that's all that's all new the other things like that are new are are kind of quality of life things like whenever i was exploring 
a uh, a cave and there was like some water and I was like diving down. I was like, there's something under here. I keep seeing it under there, a collectible of some sort, like a chest down there. And uh, and I couldn't dive down deep enough. Uh, and so like she, she came up like after the second time I tried and literally Aloy says, she's like, ah, I'll have to come back for that later. <laughs> you know, I guess I'll have to come back for this later. And so then I was like, I was like, okay, sweet. If the game is telling me, go ahead and move on. Like, don't, don't waste mm. your time, you know, beating your head up against this wall here. Like there's other things to do. You'll come back whenever there's an upgrade or some sort of a way to dive deeper later. Um, and so like stuff like that is just like, it's, it's a very fun experience to kind of just get out there and, uh, into the open world and take down some robot dinosaurs, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but Chris, so I've been doing that. I also played the, uh, let me think, the the d- demo of the Detective Pikachu game on 3DS. So continuing my 3DS, like the store is going to be uh, ending. And in, in May, they remove the capability of using your credit card or debit card to uh, purchase things on the eShop for your 3DS. So... I have been trying to like work my way through. Okay, what's this game that's always been on my like hit list? Like, do I want to like you know spend the money buy this thing? Am I gonna play it? And so I played. Finally played the first Detective Pikachu game uh, demo. There's a sequel that is announced, but I haven't heard anything about it in like two years since the movie came out. Um, that's gonna be on Switch. But the played through the the Detective Pikachu uh, games demo, and it is a blast. It is uh, super fun. It's it's very basic kind of puzzle solving and and uh, detective work, talking to people, asking them questions about things, making connections. Um, but it's uh, it's super fun. The, the cool and charming part about it is like the the character of Detective Pikachu, just like the movie, <laughs> where you're just like, this is a real cool character. That's awesome. Uh, are they making a Detective Pikachu 2? I thought they were making that. I, I thought so too, but Chris, I, based on the ending of the first one, I don't know how they can. I thought they were. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Movie. Yeah, Detective Pikachu 2 is in development. Okay. Sequel to the 2019 Pokemon film Detective Pikachu. No cast or no cast. Just as a writer. And a couple of producers attached. So we'll see. So it probably, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's very far off the ground. Right. Um, I thought right after they like they uh, they kind of announced it. Um, basically, I mean, right this, after it did really well. Yeah. Yeah. It would make movie. Yeah, it's, it would make sense. It was a really fun movie, but the way that it ends. Like I, I was disappointed because it kind of like somewhat wrote off the, the like possibility of a sequel. And what's funny is like that was a difference from the game that it was based on. Like the game that it's based on, it does not end that way. Um, so it's uh yeah. Anyway, it's you know just kind of one of those like I after the movie I was like I don't know if they could do a sequel. Oh, I'll have to check out. Uh, I, so here's the stupid thing. <laughs> I have um Horizon, the first Horizon. Still yes. not played it. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's just sitting uh, on my shelf. Dude, it is a blast. Like I, uh, before this game, I got back into it and like, um, like I made sure I'd finished up everything I was gonna finish up on that game. And it is such a good game, and uh, it looks really good. Uh, the PS4 Pro version looks really nice. I played it on PS5, but uh, like the ending yeah. of it on PS5. But like the PS4 Pro version is really nice, which you have a PS4 Pro, so yeah. it's going to look 
just that's the same version. So like it's uh it's a really good game, dude. Um, that's just crazy. I don't know if I talked about it on here. So like you know when we so we moved almost exactly a year ago, and uh, I honestly thought that we would um, get our entertainment like bonus room set up a lot quicker than we have, and um, and so I didn't like unpack my PS4. It's just been in a box since we moved. I literally have not played it in a year. Oh, dude. I know it's uh, it's not it's it's a little uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been playing other things. I yeah. haven't like necessarily like I I was about to say it's not good, but I'm like I don't know. I don't know. No, that's just, that's super subjective. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, I just uh, haven't played any of those games, which is a bummer, kind of, but. Yeah, still, I've also been having fun doing other things. So I don't right, know. and it's like the 3DS. Like whenever I like picked up the 3DS, I was like, man, I haven't seen this in a while. It's like, yeah. hello, old friend. You know, and well, it's that's like, the thing, man. You just can't do everything. You know, right. it's just like, oh, gosh. I mean, you got to pick and choose what and what you like, and you know what what you're into at the time, and be into what you're into rather than always thinking like and wishing you're doing something else. Sure. You know? Well, and then also like. <sighs> That's why I am a big proponent of like bouncing off of things that you're not enjoying. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Where it's like, hey man, if I'm not enjoying, you know, XYZ game or XYZ, you know, book or whatever, it's like I'm just going to like just, just stop. Like who yeah. life's life's too short. There's too many other things that I would love to be doing with that time. Yeah. Um to continue, you know, rolling down that that path. Um, so yeah. So like whenever somebody tells me, oh, the game gets real good after about 20 hours, I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, not happening. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be good, um, good from the get go, Chris. Yeah. So you asked me what I've been up to. I'll go back. I'm gonna work in reverse. I have two things I want to talk about. I'll work in reverse. Uh, last night I saw Billie Eilish in concert, and man, that was a great show. I know we don't talk about music uh, a lot here, but um, she uh, she is phenomenal live. Uh, she is um, has an incredible vocal range and just like skill in it. And they put on a a heck of a show for it. It was her, Phineas, and a drummer, and that that was it. Nice. Um, and Phineas is up there playing like uh, just a, a an amazing uh, multitude of instruments: bass, yeah. guitar, acoustic guitar, keys, drum pads, uh, like DJ kind of stuff. It's just like this is insane. It was insane watching him, but then also insane like her vocal talents are just like off the chart. It's like man, this is insane. Um, so uh, they're on the they're on a, a a current tour. Oh, and the and the production production was really cool. Like I mean, for having just three people like the production like really supported it really really well they had like this led stage that lit up and all these lights that shoot through like the screen behind them and stuff like that it was it was really cool that's awesome um so there's that uh the other one dude um and at some point i think we need to have like uh cody on to uh to maybe review it with with us but um the batman saw the batman Dude, this is uh I was not expecting to love I was I, I, I was hyped on it, you know? <laughs> I was about like, to say, like what what are you talking about? You weren't expecting like no, you- <laughs> I was I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. Oh is, like So your expectations it, were high, but then yes. this like exceeded them still. Blown, that's, that's good. Blown that's out good. of the water. I like that. Like, yeah. Okay, because like I, I went in because you I mean if you've seen the trailer, like you know this is gonna be a cool looking movie and there's gonna yeah, be some like cool stuff yeah stylistically yeah. it's gonna be really really cool but like um and i don't know how much i can i can say without like i don't want to spoil you on things oh i, don't, um, I mean th- th- in this case i i think i'm okay as long as it's not like story yeah it's know? not so well so like okay so the thing that i love the most about it beyond just the stylistic piece of it is this is the most detective-y 
Batman movie we've ever seen. In so many ways, it reminds me of a lot of the 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 comics and and then also the games um, in the way that like he's he's legitimately like solving um, solving mysteries. I guess is how I'm trying to put it. Um, and that's the whole like kind of the whole thing. It's I mean, and it's it's three hours of this like thriller mystery kind of with a horror kind of bent movie. Mm. Um, dude, uh, and uh, we've just, we've never, we have not had a Batman like this. That's yeah, the, one of the biggest things that I know about the movie that like um, that I'm like that appeals to me is like it's it has like a monologue like it starts off with like you know kind of like what would be in like the yellow boxes like the, yes. the Batman like monologue boxes is like as a voiceover like at yeah. the you know at, at certain points and so like that appeals to me a lot where I'm like oh that's real cool and 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 I can I can see you know like um, where I, I won't name them because I feel like this might this could. I can see different like things that they pulled from different graphic novels and yeah. like storylines. I'm like, oh, they pulled this from here, and they pulled this from here, and they pulled this from here, and like, but then they also, uh, I, I didn't know that. Um, oh crap! Why can't Matt Matt Reeves? I uh, was reading something. Apparently, he worked uh, with or studied under Jeff Loeb at one point, and uh, and so like he he's kind of like he. I mean, he wrote this this character and this storyline. Like just dead, dead on, man. Interesting. I mean, I and that's the thing. Like uh, that excites me about it is like, hey, this is a really like we've had like the the Nolan thing, which the Nolan thing. It's like, oh, it's dark and gritty, but it's it's essentially like, what if Batman was in our world? You know, that's mm-hmm. the kind of like idea. Yeah. Whereas, like, okay, that's cool, and I'm glad we have those movies. They are like fantastic. But I also love the idea of being transported to a different world. Like, give me, yeah. <laughs> give me Gotham, you know, give me like, rather than it being like, oh, this is like generic giant city, um, you know, with crime underworld, give me like Gotham city, like this really, uh, kind of like rainy rundown type of place and like put Batman there because yeah. like Batman really, in my mind could only exist in, in like the, the situation around Gotham city, you know, yeah. it's like. You well, can't really like, have like uh you know much more than a Nolan Batman you know inside of our real world like it's it's just it's it's uh the, you know putting it into a very specific time and place of like Gotham feels yeah. like the right call you know at this point because we've we've been there done that with the other things yeah and, Go- and like Gotham's cool like and it's definitely like more of like the the you get a sense that this Gotham is more like the Gotham that you know from. The comics. However, I will say that like Gotham does not play a big as big a part, at, like in in that Gotham is a character in the story kind of as it does in the Nolan films. Because when you think mm. about like in Batman Begins, um, there's like Wayne Manor burns and the there's this train like the the whole sequence on the train, and then like the in uh, Dark Knight you've got those like. Um, the pe- the people of Gotham are like a a character, and that the you know the Joker's yep. playing with like who's going to do that blows up the hospital. The like they have the the fairies like that piece of it, um, and and then like in the third you know they have that you know the stadium and they lock out the whole city. And so like in those movies, honestly, more so than in this one, the the city is like almost plays the role of a character. You know, like right. it, and, rather and than it, a setting. Yeah. Yes. This, but but. This is a more accurate depiction 
of Gotham as a setting in yeah. a film. Um, yeah, and, and, and in the I, comics, you know, the, the theme of like, oh yeah, the city, the city as a setting, like whenever you're in this, like it corrupts you, and like there's like there's like these like through lines in the comics, and that feels a little bit more real, where it's like it's less of a a, a player in the story, and more of like this is just like. Uh, seeps into everything you know it's like yeah. it's a setting in that that yeah. way so i mean um, I, never, I looked it up i looked it up it's, uh reeves matt reeves tweeted out he says fun fact uh jeff leob was w- one of my screenwriting teachers at usc so whenever he was in college jeff leob was one of his screenwriting teachers yeah which is i mean it's wild um and and, and he's like he just uh, it's clear that he knows and understands and loves uh, the the character of Batman. Not that anyone else hasn't. I'm not saying that, but like it's very clear the approach that he's taking to this, um, and it's more of it's. It feels less like it's less like Christopher Nolan's Batman is Christopher Nolan's Batman, and sure. Tim Burton's Batman is Tim Burton's Batman. This feels like Batman. Like it doesn't. I know it's Matt Reeves. It is Matt Reeves' version of Batman, but like it feels more closely related to the Batman that we know and love from Scott Snyder and uh, Jeff Loeb and um, uh, what's his face? Um, Who wrote the, uh, oh my goodness. Hang on. I'm going to, I got to get this right. (laughs) Um, Frank Miller. Um, It feels, you know, it feels closer to these, like the classic, uh, Batman stories that we love. I, can I rate it, John? Yeah, yeah. Can I go just for tease it. my because I, I mean, I've thought about this for a while, and I don't nothing. I don't think anything could talk me off this ledge at this point. Uh, I give this a ten out of ten. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so I mean, we can talk about it when we can tease tease it, you know, and, and discuss it, you know, like uh, with uh, with Cody or as a group. But man, nice. uh, that like if when I'm I'm officially rating this. My official stay on target rating is a ten out of ten. That's awesome, Chris. I'm excited to uh, excited to, to see it. Um, the uh, how was the music? Oh my gosh, dude! Um, one of the best parts about the movie. Um, the I mean, honestly, here let me look. I I, I would honestly say like this. Um, I want to make sure there's no spoilers in the track names is what I'm looking at. But <laughs> this, yeah, uh, that happens. Yeah. This, um, this soundtrack is worth listening to just like on its own, even before you go see the movie, like it would not, re- it would only make it better. I've listened to it, uh, so many times since then. I just don't pay attention to the track names. Oh man. I added way too many songs since then. Um, no, I don't, I, this isn't really, none of this is, spoilery in the way that some album titles are yeah yeah where it's like such and such characters dead these are these are all honestly <laughs> puns most of them are puns yeah i like it i always love like whenever like the way that like, uh, composers will name their things i find it fascinating like um, crossing the feline yeah that's awesome crossing the line yeah that's great um for all your penny worth nice um hoarding school <laughs> How is Catwoman in this this movie? Because like we haven't when, had like a really like key or well developed uh, or like you know haven't had a character of of Catwoman be like a big character in it. Um, I guess the closest we got was Dark Knight Rises, um, but that was even still like was kind of more of a side thing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with that. I think Michelle Pfeiffer in uh, 
what was it Batman Returns the second um, ah yeah yeah good call good she was shout. a huge character in there um yeah yeah she was great I mean I th- and I think it was like it's definitely a it's a different take on the character in terms of like some of her backstory um and but I like it a, a lot um and uh I think that like yeah like it, except for going back to Michelle Pfeiffer like this is a more like uh, she makes sense why she's in this world and why she's doing kind of like why she's doing what she's doing um, a little more than like, hey, I'm just a thief that shows up and I'm a cat burglar, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, I'm a burglar who also likes cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz does a great job of portraying her and like there's definitely like uh, chemistry, you know, with her and, and Robert Pattinson and like I think that they they work real well together. I dig it. I dig it, dude. It's uh, it's it's my second favorite uh, Batman movie after The Dark Knight. Ooh, nice, nice. That's uh, that's that's high praise. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I went up to. I, I like um, that's honestly like all uh the the majority of I mean I I rewatched through like the Bourne trilogy while I was you know doing some other things around the house. But, still you know, good, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, still great. It's still phenomenal. Holds <laughs> up. Um, and I want more. Um, I wish that I, I I went on a deep dive after because I went, watched through uh, through Ultimatum, which Ultimatum is still like, dude, it's the freaking best movie out of the three. Um, and uh, and then I I did stopped. I didn't watch the new the fourth one, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to do another one. And um, basically, like. Uh, They've basically been like, well, if the story is good, we'll do it. I'm like, well, let's write a good story. <laughs> Somebody needs to get on that. There's got to be right? a good story here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. The problem is they ran out of like content and 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 uh, they've like gotten so far away from like the storyline. You know, like with uh, they did the three, they kind of got away from the storyline of the three with the characters. Um, that Robert Ludlum Ludlum ended with, oh, and then like from the first one, like oh, one yeah. of the main one of the main characters of the following two books is killed at the end of the first movie. Yeah, like so, like at the at, like a born. Well, and then a major one's killed at the beginning of the second one. Yeah, in the books, is, is the born supremacy and the born ultimate is is completely different. <laughs> yeah. They are um, not even, they don't even resemble each other to the books. Like it's, it's well, just say, a different story. The same thing's the case with the Bourne legacy that starred Jimmy Renner in the books. The Bourne legacy stars, uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, and the, but that one's kicked off by the death of the character that doesn't make it out of the Bourne <laughs> identity. Yeah. Yeah. Like that book kicks off with the death of somebody who doesn't even yeah. survive the first movie. It's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a little, little nuts. Like it was the catalyst for that entire book, um, whereas like the movie, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't even know what that movie was about at this point. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John. What is your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is something that was announced at the Sony State of Play um, this week. And, uh, you know, there was like I I was expecting, you know, some high things from the State of Play. 
And uh, the only thing that I got where I was just like, oh man, that was totally unexpected is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection was announced. Um, and this is a collection of, of video games that you're going to be able to buy. Like they're arcade games. There's some SNES games, NES games, Game Boy games, all shoved into one collection uh, about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And uh, you're going to be able to play it and, uh, and purchase it later this year. And I'm very, very excited to to check out and have this collection, Chris. I didn't even know there were 13 games, <laughs> first off. There's so many games. Like Ninja I said, like, games. Yeah, there's, like the, there's the arcade ones. So, yeah, well, well, listen. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Then the follow-up arcade game, Teenage Mutant or TMNT Turtles in Time is the official name of the arcade cabinet, which was a great game. Uh, very hard, just to, to, tries to eat your coins from the arcade. Uh, then there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES version, which is a different game than the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade. Um, then TMNT 2, the arcade game on NES, and that's so that's the arcade game on NES. TMNT 3, the Manhattan Project in NES. TMNT 4, Turtles in Time, SNES. TMNT, the Hyperstone Heist for Genesis. TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan for Game Boy. Uh, TMNT 2, Back from the Sewers Game Boy. TMNT 3, Radical Rescue Game Boy. TMNT Tournament Fighters. TMNT, or that's for the SNES. And uh, TMNT Tournament Fighters for the NES. And then there's tournament, uh, TMNT Tournament Fighters for the Genesis. So there's like different versions of the same game in here a few times. Um, which, because like we've talked about uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, we talked about how like the Game Gear Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and, and is essentially a different version of the game than the regular, like the Genesis uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2. Um, so like that, that happened a lot back in the day because like you had multiple pieces of hardware and you'd basically simultaneously develop uh, for a handheld and a uh, home system or even like two generations of systems and you have two different teams develop basically two different games that can run on the different hardware. So that's a little bit of what you have going on in here. Um, you have like the arcade stuff and the NES stuff and the SNES stuff. So it's super fantastic, Chris. I'm very excited to uh, to dive into these games. That's awesome. Oh, when that's a lot out? of TMNT. Oh, it comes out. I uh, don't think. Oh, um, don't think they've said. I think it's just this year is what they're saying. <laughs> sometime. Yeah, sometime this year. I guess the last like you know two years of every game getting delayed after they say a date has taught people a lesson. <laughs> don't announce until you're ready. Um, so yeah, just this year, Chris. Nice. What is your pick of the week? All right, my pick of the week is uh, a Lego set. It's the Lego Art Jim Lee Batman Collection. Uh, so Jim Lee, there's some Jim Lee art. I'll send this to you uh, so you can uh, take a look at it while I'm uh, um, talking about it. But there are, uh, it's, it's a set of like 4,000 just basically dots. And so it's you create these uh, Jim Lee pieces of art. You can create, if you get one of them, you, you get the option of uh, creating one of three different pieces of art, either Batman joker or harley quinn and then if you get more than one set you can put them together and create like if you get two you can do catwoman and batman uh together in a scene or then if you put get a get all three you can create a uh a giant batman uh piece of wall art dude that's super cool that you basically have like different instructions depending on what what pieces you have that's really cool 
Yeah. So uh, I think it's. I mean, I think it's really cool. It's like okay. So you I, getting all three? You getting all three? I mean, I mean that's um, that's my my plan, John. So you yes. can have Batman and 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 his abs. You know. Yeah, and his and yeah. So like I, that's the thing. I've been I've been trying to think through. I'm like okay, I should probably just get all three just to future proof myself. Yeah, because like if you don't get all three, then like you, you know you get one or two, and then later on down the road, yeah. it's like well the third one's gonna be you know four thousand uh-huh. dollars or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, or you have to source the individual pieces, like those little uh, one one by ones, um, you know, individually somehow. This is. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it looks so really the, cool. So, yeah. So the the uh, like, I really love the individual. Like, okay, I love the individual ones. I like. I honestly want to do the big like Batman one, um, but I also love like like if I wanted to display them all. I have oh, to get. No. <laughs> oh, I'd have no. to get seven, eight of them, John. Oh eight. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you'd have to get. Yeah. Oh, that's too many, Chris. <laughs> so I have to. I have to decide what I want to do here. Uh, my the one that I like the most is yeah. the the one with two because that like uh, that's Batman what I think. And, and Catwoman because it's got the purple on it back in the yeah. in the clouds. In the city. Like, yeah, it looks really cool. And plus, like I said, like those those characters like. The current runs of uh, Batman Catwoman um, are are some of my faves, so I love it. Dude. Yeah, it's the great. the one that's like three together. I don't love you know necessarily how Batman is holding the bat, like the like batarang. Yeah, like it's kind of yeah. weird. And then like the like the the um, there's like a green hue around the yeah. edge of his uh, of his body, which I think yeah. probably comes from like this you know the green from the Joker set or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. I guess you had to use those pieces, but also the green, I'm not, I don't know. It doesn't match super well to me with like the other things going on, uh, color wise in that image. So I don't know. It's not, not my fave. Sub. What if you could sub another color? Yeah. Or just not do the bottom third. (laughs) Cause like at that point, you just just do the two and take off, off the bottom one. Yeah, at that point, you just have, like, the only part that you uh, have the green on is, like, the mask, which is actually kind of cool. You know, it's like having – it looks better there than it does on the the torso. This is great for the audio listeners since they can't see any of this. But Uh, 100% uh, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Go check it out. It's called um, the – wait, I just lost the name again. Lego Lego Arts Jim Lee Batman Collection. Let me describe this uh, this this uh, pixelized you know piece of art to you piece by piece, starting in the yeah. top left. <laughs> yeah, um, it's blue and then gray and then blue, <laughs> and then light blue. So you can you can build an image of this in your head, you know, based on <laughs> based on our descriptions, piece by Lego piece. All right, so your pick of the week was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection, and my. Pick of the week was the Lego Jim Lee Batman art. All right, John. <laughs> it's time to talk about this Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's funny because like I keep calling it just like the Obi-Wan show. Like oh, Obi-Wan is what I keep calling it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people I see calling it Kenobi. Um, like just very few Kenobi. people. Yeah, just straight What's up. Just like what just Kenobi. It it's, it's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it's, okay. This is his full name. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I just feel like uh, people just are short- shortening it. Um, but it depends on like, are you an Obi Wan person or are you a Kenobi person? I definitely don't call him Kenobi. Like <laughs> I call him. Obi- I've always called him Obi Wan. If you look at the logo, the Kenobi part is the biggest part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but think about it. 
the only even in the movies, the only people who who called him Kenobi were like General Grievous. Yeah, yeah, Kenobi. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Everyone else called him Obi Wan. Yeah, because that's his name. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) that's like I don't regularly. I mean, some people do, I guess. You know, some people go by their last name, but like I don't regularly go around calling people by their last name. Sure. Well, like, I, mean, I mean, unless it's sports, that's the only scenario in which it's like, yeah, you know, but even then <laughs> most of the time I call them by like, you know, Yachty or Molina. I don't call them most of the time Molina. I call them Yachty. Sure. I mean, but even, even that, like, I just feel like this, this, like by the time you say Obi-Wan, like everybody knows what you're talking about already. Yeah. Like, you can just stop. Definitely. Right. Yeah. And by, you know, or by the same token, it's like you just say Kenobi, everybody knows yeah. what you're talking about. You know, it's like this is there, there can be nothing else. It's not like there's a lot of Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, it's not like there's like, oh, it's Steve Kenobi. You know, it's, oh there's not gosh. like much, much of that running around in yeah. media. So you just say Kenobi and you're fine. Um, but it is funny to me that, that like, you know, that that is occurring where it's, I, I don't think I have seen somebody call it by its full name outside of like the marketing of this. <laughs> Um, so, uh, if you haven't watched this and, and, uh, you don't have an aversion to trailers, go watch this. It's freaking insane. So, um, and I don't, I'd rather you, you watch it first before we ruin it and spoil it. But yeah, what um, is it? A minute and a half. It's like, it's a minute and a half of just hyped up amazingness. It definitely takes place. You know, it looks like probably, uh, five or six, maybe seven. I don't know. Like Luke doesn't look that old. He looks like five or six. Um, years after uh, Ridge of the Sith. Um, and or at least part of it does. We don't know if it jumps through time. Like, we don't know if, like, uh, this focuses just on that point in uh, Obi-Wan's story or if it kind of, like, spans Dewey. Ten years. It spans ten years? So it's, no, this is ten years after oh, Revenge of the ten Sith. ten years. That kid did not look ten years old. Yeah, I, I think he kind of did. Okay. Yeah. All right, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. I only watched it once on my phone. <laughs> well, and plus he also had like, a, like whenever you see him, he has a helmet on. So it's like, it's hard to tell. But um, so like you're just going by, and he's sitting down. So like, yeah, you're just going by like, you know, just random guesses. So yeah. So like they say 10 years is what they've said is like takes place 10 years after. Yeah. Um. So it starts off here. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to watch it here while we're talking. Starts off on a, on Tatooine. Um, and I guess that's, is that Obi-Wan walking through the market? Or Who is knows? That, uh, like, we don't know. <laughs> that could be, so, it could be Owen. You never know. That's true. It could be Uncle Owen. Uh, Uncle Owen's featured in this. Yeah. Uncle Owen the, uh, is, is, is featured, featured so like, prominently. Is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to zoom in here. So like, there's this shot of what looks like probably, we, we assume it's Obi-Wan sitting and watching. It looks like off in the distance, the moisture farm. So it looks like he's like sitting and watching Luke. Yeah, Maybe. and I guess like you know, and and what's funny about that to me is that Luke, whenever you first like, he's like, you know, oh, you know, some Obi Wan Kenobi's, oh, you mean old Ben Kenobi, that old hermit, you know, it's like yeah. he knows who so he, he knows is, who he is, and he's like, he's like, he's probably he probably knows he who he is because he's like creepily old. watching him, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're he right. Was, he does since he was a kid. He does look ten. He's just like he's like scrunched down. I thought he was like smaller than he was. Right. Right. Looks That's like he's like, like pod racing. Yeah, it's like a like he's pretending to to pod race like his father, yeah. which is really cool. Um, so ten years after, so then that would put it. 
what, roughly maybe 15 years or how old was Luke like supposed eight to be? Years. It's, it's eight years before be 18. The, the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, or so. Okay. Let, me, let me find out exactly the timeline there. Okay. There is a book that's coming out later this year that I have pre-ordered at this point, but it has the entire timeline of every piece what? of Star Wars media, like comics, books, Dude, movies. you should send that to me. And uh, and so like I'm I'm excited to get that and like be able to literally sit here on the podcast and be like let me reference the book. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude, send, that, send me the link to that. I want that as well. We'll do. Um, we'll do. That music that's playing at the beginning is that is that uh, Obi Wan's theme? Oh man, I uh, I don't have it pulled up right now. I believe so. Okay. I believe that it's that. Yeah, it's it's that one. And then uh, we have immediately after that that song, which is like the. You know the, the 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 setting kind of thing. We have the big surprise that I had was Duel of the Fates plays. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, somebody's in the comments, and maybe so they ha- they play Duel of the Fates, which we talked about that. Yeah, and it's amazing. Yep. It's like freaking insane. You're like, holy crap. We haven't heard this outside of Episode One in any kind of context, which makes me think like, are they teasing? Will Darth Maul be in this, John? Dude, and so like that's the thing. Nine years before A New Hope, so ten years after Revenge okay. of the Sith, nine years before A New Hope. So he's nineteen in uh, New Hope. Yeah, it makes that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, it checks out. <laughs> yeah, checks out. Good yeah, job, George out, Lucas. <laughs> um, the uh, but yeah, like so yeah, it does make me wonder if we're gonna have Maul in this. The one thing I hope they don't do with that is revisit the the end of uh like that story what now seen say the, that one the, more time like i don't want them to revisit like rehash the final duel um you know with with darth maul and uh mm-hmm. and obi-wan i don't Kenobi. think we have to rehash it but i think it'd be cool because like there's clearly beef between them in, oh, yeah. uh in uh in rebels and we don't like it's got it's more than the beef than makes sense for their interactions in episode one Oh, in episode one for sure, but he comes up in Clone Wars, and like that's where the whole like the the basis of their beef kind of comes up uh, is in is in yeah uh, I forgot about Clone Wars in Clone Wars essentially like Kenobi ripped everything from uh, Maul, and then Maul like strikes back at Kenobi in very key ways, mm-hmm. and then Kenobi uh, Obi Wan Kenobi like kind of you know does the same like he you know it's uh you know they and then they, they just they both exist. <laughs> So here's 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 some other you know like thoughts I don't know you know there's not really you know anything other than thoughts like okay um, okay so if it's not Maul like maybe he maybe Dude, he does it could maybe be. he doesn't I feel like I feel like I would like to see that oh, I would I would definitely like like to see that because like, like we it, know that Maul would, during this time period is running some sort of a, a crime uh, syndicate yeah because long, of wait, uh, because of what so happened in is, um, Solo well when does Solo take place oh here's where the book would have come in handy Chris yeah. <laughs> Gotta get this book, man. <laughs> um, because that's closer to a new hope than yeah. this, right? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, so Han's not that much older place. than he's not supposed to be that much older than uh, Luke, is he? So this takes place at I guess it would be so uh, battle, but before Battle of Yavin. So when was the Battle of Yavin? What Star does? Wars goes. Star Wars so goes does? by weird like uh, timeline stuff. The Battle of Yavin is the the battle above. Um, battle okay, of Yavin is ten to thirteen is... years before A New Hope. So literally, Solo could be happening in this movie, like at the same time as this movie. Interesting. Or not movie? Sorry, this this series. May- so Solo is happening maybe. in this time frame. No, it's happened before this, John. 
10 to 13 years before A New Hope? Battle of, Battle of Yavin is New Hope, the last battle of new, A New Hope. And if it's, if it's, well, I guess if it's 10, because mm-hmm. we're, we're saying that we're saying that, no, this takes place nine years before A New Hope. Yes. Okay. So if it's 10. Ah, so it's just then before. It, then it's just before or a few years before. Mm. So you're right. So like Solo happens before this. And then at this time, Maul is uh, running that crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah. I would love for them to tie the, I don't, that bothers me that they left that just kind of hanging out there. And we <laughs> have the end of like, solo. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we haven't like resolved that or addressed it in any way. I feel like the TV series is, is a good place to do that. I feel like this is a decent place to maybe like expand on that and then yeah. maybe have another mini series about like, you know, mall. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That'd be amazing. Okay. So, uh, okay. If it's not mall, we know not definitely that, uh, Darth Vader and Anakin are in this. Yeah. In fact, we have um, a screenshot, the first screenshot revealed, uh, of Darth Vader. Um, in this in the show, it's it's basically what you would expect. It's Darth Vader walking down from his meditation chamber, and it do, looks like looks like Darth Vader. I saw the picture. I was like, "That's definitely Darth Vader." Do we know anything um, about like any interaction between Obi Wan and Vader between three and four? No. Um, other than it doesn't seem like Vader is necessarily surprised to see his old master. He doesn't he seems surprised and he says I this is a that's a presence I haven't felt in and then just lets it trail off. Yeah, this is a, it's a presence I haven't felt since. Or since, yeah. <laughs> he just like lets it hang. Um and you assume like after having watched the movies like, oh, since since maybe Mustafar? Yeah. But like it's also one of those things where it was a shock to uh, Ahsoka that Anakin was Darth Vader whenever she finally like confront like finds him confronts him finds out hey yes it's a- actually Anakin, um, and so like that was a shock to her and so I'm interested to see like what's Obi Wan's take on this like because Obi Wan also is not surprised that Darth Vader is his old apprentice you know yeah that, okay that's a good point too. How we do know there is some kind of relationship or um, like dra- dramatic awareness of Obi Wan on Leia's side. Yeah, yeah. So how does she know that? Hey, to ask for help from Obi Wan Kenobi, right? After because, uh, you know, because it's not like they. At least um, from um, we know from Rogue One, it wasn't mm. like they were going to Tatooine to talk to. Uh, Obi Wan. Right. They just they got just run down. To be, like they just ha- they were trying to escape from the yes. Star Destroyer, and yes. so they just happened to like, oh, let's let's swing by Tatooine, right. <laughs> and uh, and um, send R two D two, right, and C three PO down on the secret mission. You know, or not C three PO? Yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't send C three PO. C three PO just follow followed R two. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Interesting. So we might, I mean, could we have some kind of interaction with Leia as well as Luke in this? I mean, it's possible. Like, I mean, we don't know, we don't know what interaction like Obi-Wan has had, like, or or how much, because like, obviously this isn't taking place all on Tatooine, which I am very excited about. Yeah. (laughs) Just get me off of Tatooine for a minute here. (laughs) Here's, Um, I will say with the caveat that if they waste any of these episodes on the Mandalorian, as much as I love the Mandalorian... (laughs) I will be pissed. So the only way that they would do that, Chris, 
the only way that they would do that is to maybe visit Mandalore. Um, because does it exist at this point? Yeah, it does. Um, and this is this is around the time period the that. Yeah, this is around the time period that Rebels is happening. Yeah, like Rebels is happening. So like we we have like some context for like what's happening there. Um, yeah. So like it's it's it is this a thing? It's in conflict constantly. But the reason that he might visit is because uh, the the Duchess Satine, who like he said like he would have left the Jedi Order if she would have asked, um, was killed by Maul. And so if Maul shows up. <laughs> We immediately have a connection to Mandalore. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's possible. Hmm. Um, the other thing is like, okay. Not that well, we wouldn't have people like Ezra, but there were like, we could have Sabine or someone else show up from rebels in this. Sure. You could have, yeah, you can in fact have that um, started five Hera. years before. Yeah. Like Hera is Hera's like, you know, totally doing rebel stuff still, like already. Um or uh, I forget how I, it's, it's been yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched Rebels, so I don't remember what Kanan was up to before Rebels. Uh, there's a book about how him and uh, Hera met, and so like there is a timeline okay. there. I don't I don't know where it sits on there. Again, the book. I gotta get the book, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And it's a fantastic book. It's called uh, A New Dawn or something like that. It's it's a really good book. Um, mm. that's the thing like about a lot of this is like inquisitors are running around, man. Aqui inquisitors are a thing that's like a genuine, like huge threat for Jedi in this time period. And that's what the trailer kind of deals with and sets the tone for. Like we have the main inquisitor from rebels. It appears like that, that, uh, you know, I can't remember what the species like that is bald called. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what their what the the name of that that particular character is even. Um, but like that, that character other guy with like that like triangular kind of fan hat, I guess. Yeah, that we saw in like season two or whatever. And I think we also saw that character in the video game. Um, yes, Fallen we did. Order. Um, okay, yeah. When does Fallen Order happen, dude? I, Fallen Order, I believe, is in this time period as well. <laughs> Let's find out. I'm gonna find Which, out. Which I mean, I think the the cool thing about like so I mean. Uh, and this is what I would love to just see more of. I mean, we all freaked out when we saw the final um, the the final scene in Rogue One when Vader is just coming down the hallway and Force throwing people everywhere and like just like like going literally crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, like that's what I want to see. With if Vader shows up in this, I want to see something more like that and something like I mean, speaking of spoilers for Fallen Order, uh, but when he shows up in the end of fallen order and yep, just which like, is five years before this. So it's, free, uh, it's okay. It's five okay. years after it's revenge of the Sith. So it's, it's yeah, dude, he like at that point, he is just going like, he's so powerful and just like force throwing things everywhere and floating in the air. And you're like, Holy crap, this is insane. That's the what I want to see. The interesting thing about the end of that game, like I love that game. And this is like one of the biggest reasons why is that over the course of that game, you get, more and more and more power like you feel yeah. so powerful yeah. at the end of that game like you start off and you're like oh, i don't know what to do with it like i'm just like i'm super uh you know these even stormtroopers are a threat i'm initially. real live you know I yeah can and then but then at the end it's like none of this matters none of these like no. enemies are a big deal it's all fine yep. and then vader comes after you and yep. it turns into a horror movie because he is so <laughs> much more powerful than you yeah you're like oh crap I, i'm not powerful at all 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, oh man, yeah. this is not good. Let's That's run. What like I, only I want, only option, run. I want that to happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The other the other thing I'm super excited about, dude, um, is like honestly, the prequel trilogy to me, the main character is Obi Wan. Sure. Um, I mean, you, because you, he's you, the one yeah, you, you you relate to the most and follow all the way through, and you don't end up hating by the end because he's you know turned into Darth Vader. Yeah, um, yeah. Or or Lucas completely is, ignored all the warning signs. Lucas was probably like he was hoping you know Anakin's the main storyline. I think that's what I think. But honestly, like Obi Wan is always the one that I'm like he's the one I'm I'm following through those films and rooting for. Hmm. So it's good. Yeah. Like it's like okay, we have you know like we have our main character back. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's like, I think it played out pretty much how he would expect where it's like, okay, you have like this character where you're like, you want, you want the best for them, which is Anakin, but like they just, they, it's, it just doesn't work out, you know? And yeah, that's like, yeah. but, but the Obi-Wan thing is like, you, you know, you genuinely get the best from him almost all the time. Like he's wrong about some things, <laughs> you know, but like it's only, you know, temporary, like it's wrong. He's wrong temporarily. So, yeah. and, uh, and, and whenever that heartbreak of like, Anakin happens um, where he turns, you know, turns to the dark side. It's like, ah, oh, man, it's just, it hurts even more because you're viewing it through the lens of, uh, of Obi-Wan um, more so than Padme uh, even. So um, that being said, like, I, it looks like, I don't know if this is Coruscant that we're seeing that other location. Yeah. It's just some city, city area. So yeah. I, it does, it's not Tatooine <laughs> with a new inquisitor that we haven't seen before. Right. Um, Dude, I'm very excited about the Inquisitor aspect because it just seems like the like it seems like this is such a a cool time period to investigate and I hope we see some more of that like dark side style stuff happening because the Inquisitors are something that we haven't really investigated a ton outside of maybe action. some of the, some of the comics and stuff um even like they're just a threat in rebels we don't really know anything about like how like who are they where did they find them like uh, that sort of thing some of the comics like uh investigate some of that but not you know i hope that we kind of see some of that in in on the screen you know rather than uh comic or book form it's awesome dude i'm super pumped for this i don't know like, how many episodes is it six Ah, yeah, I believe so. That's what I thought. But I thought like I was wrong about how long the book of Boba Fett was too. So, um, and and honestly, like I don't. It says limited series, so I like it makes me think that they're trying to play up like this is not going to be, you know, there's no, not going to be a season two. Like, which kind of bums me out. I don't know what's going to happen in this, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would more more than some of the other sh uh, shows. I mean, depending on how this goes, but like, I mean, I would. I would love for this to be an ongoing series. Yeah. They have been like kind of just saying it's like, Hey, this is just a one-off. This is just a one-off. But like, yeah, it's, if, if you figure depending on how they decide to like do the timeline, it's like, well, there are more years before <laughs> we get to, uh, to a new hope. So yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe we revisit the, you know, some of the other time, time frames. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm so excited, man. This is uh, this is one that I'm I'm very very amped for. Um, well, this is it the looks time like period. it's six episodes, definitely six episodes, and comes out May 25th. Nice. Oh, May 25th. It's not March. Dang no, it, dude. No, no, May 25th. Yeah. So that's like two months away. Good grief. 
Uh, I'm I way. I'm, I'm actually. I was excited. I'm, I'm real bummed out right now because I thought it was this month. Oh, dude, that's that is a bummer. Just <laughs> pulled pulled the rug out from yeah. under you, man. Dang it, man. Um, what was I gonna? I, don't, I like. I lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something else. Um, what were we talking about right before that? Uh, we were talking about the Inquisitors. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is the time period that I I am the most interested in exploring in mm. just because it's like uh, it's the gap that's always kind of been there that we and we've we've gotten pieces of it you know with rebels and with uh, solo but like and Rogue One and like all those things are some of my favorite things that we've you know like uh, solo I don't didn't really I didn't need the like some of pieces of it you know like of like uh, I didn't need to see the castle run I didn't see that kind of stuff but like the beginnings and and uh how the empire is kind of like taking hold across the galaxy i like i like the yeah. world building aspect of that movie yeah. um and rogue one is like freaking great like yeah. mm, i just same I love deal this the stuff period. on, on jetta and stuff like that like yeah you yes. see like what the empire is up to uh fallen order um i mean that's like everything that they've done in this time period just freaking slams you know yeah. The other thing that like that's, you know, I'm uh, I'm very excited that this was like so, my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian season 1 were directed by uh Deborah Chow who is like the showrunner and this doing doing all the episodes and stuff and so um I'm very excited for that aspect of it as well cuz like the, the she did episode uh 3 and the penultimate episode I think episode 5 of season 1 of Mandalorian mm. and like those are some of my favorites just because of like how they build crescendo wise and how the action um communicates storytelling at the same time mm. so mm. as as the action which is really cool Well we'll uh we'll we'll review it and talk about it when it comes out I I also don't like I I'm still standing by I don't love the week to week releases I wish it would just drop and let me binge this whole thing <laughs> So that's I, I think upsetting. I'm fine with it, but uh, but you know, I obviously would watch it all at once if it all came out at once. <laughs> yeah, I was actually I was reading a uh, I was reading a an an article, an industry article about like the those two different approaches, and um, there is a lot of data to suggest that the week to week releases is not helping um, those series. Like people fall off at mm. higher rates because they can't just binge it and. Uh, and then th they allow their like uh, subscriptions to lapse and they just never finish the series versus like watching through it all 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 at once and actually completing the content. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, and I guess like you know if you if you're the whole Netflix thing with releasing them in two batches, it's like that's just a different approach. We'll have to see how. Yeah, that I don't goes know. Like through. I don't know what that's gonna do. That's a little wild. Yeah. It, it it depends on like if it feels satisfactory to like watch the first half. You know, right. I feel like where it's like okay, well if it. If it doesn't feel good and it like leaves it where you're like, oh, well, that's just only the first half of a thing. Um, it would be a kind of a bummer, but like if it is somewhat self-contained and it essentially feels like two shortened seasons, maybe then it would be fine. Um, yeah. But then it's like, okay, well then that just seems like a a, a money scheme because you're you know paying you the the talent and actors for one season and <laughs> you're releasing and it as two. Releasing I don't two. know. Yeah. yeah, you're actually filming two simultaneously. I don't know. So. All right. Well, um, we'll be back next week and uh, with more uh, more conversations and pop culture news. Uh, you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com on social at chriswright250. And John Wright 777 
and at Stay on Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of a choice. Review, wait, yeah, review us. Tell your friends about us. Really appreciate it. Is that what I usually say? Yeah, that's what you usually say. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. I don't know. Sometimes I just blank on it. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like in the middle of it, and then I just blank. The words um, just poof. Yeah, well, I think I, I say something. I'm like, do I say that? And then it just the whole thing just goes downhill from there. Falls apart. That's it's it. Like whenever somebody's taking a picture, and you go, "Is that what I do with my hands?" Yeah. Oh, what, what I, do I do with my hands? My, I don't know. What I usually do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.